Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yes, also, uh, I should mention, Pat, not to steal your thunder, welcome. Happy to have you. How are you? What's up, boys? Um, well, we were talking about the red-white report before we had John, and I forgot to mention something that was kind of important: is that Hagen Smith was named a preseason all first-team All-American by D1 Baseball, the first pitcher, I believe, or maybe the first All-American overall since Zach Jackson earned it as a relief pitcher in 2016 from D1 Baseball. So, Hagen Smith, who was in the zone last year, is also going to be with us this year, but we need a sponsor for his segment. Mm. And if you email me, Justin, at 1037thebuzz.com, you can attach your great company to Hagen's segment every week, like River City Flooring has done with Patrick. And so we would definitely encourage you to support that because I think it's going to be great to hear from him each and every week during the baseball season. Pat, DJ just asked an interesting question. He said... Yeah, I, I just, like I said, not too familiar with the basketball landscape, but I feel like the past couple seasons, Alabama has been that team that everybody's kind of looking out for, but then tournament comes around, you don't hear much about it. You know, what's the deal with that? Uh, these teams that are just great regular season, but when it gets down to crunch time, they just don't seem to have it. Yeah, they have, they've had, I think, um, I heard somebody talk about the, the last, like, SEC tournament SEC conference Alabama's won like four out of the possible um, eight tournament and conference trophies so definitely had great success throughout the season and then when you get into the tournament um, it's a different animal that's why it's and hope you know maybe football will get this way but the the college basketball 6018 tournament is called March Madness for a reason. So it's the wildest tournament that you have because you can have Purdue last year loses to a 16 seed, number one team. Um, and you can have Alabama be the number one overall seed with the top three pick, Brandon Miller. In the matchup, think about this, DJ. You're going to win six games, okay? Mm-hmm. And in those six games, in basically, I don't know, what is it, three weeks, you're going to win six games. And you may play against a team who like is like you. Let's say you're Alabama, like to you know get up, score a bunch of points, shoot a lot of threes. Uh, you may be matched up against a team that averages you know 85 points a game. Flip around in two days, you'll be playing against a team like San Diego State, who beat them last year, who is you know average age is 25. Uh, you know uh, five kids. Um, you know, each of them been around, you know, the block four or five times and they beat you up and, you know, it's a physical type of game. So I think that's the unique, um, that's the uniqueness of what we call March Madness. Now, that's why we got to still celebrate uh, what the regular season is because they're two different animals. They are two different animals. And we see it every year, a team that – I mean, there's gonna, there's, there'll be a team in the Final Four 
that none of us have even talked about this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's just the reality of, of this tournament. Don't you think it's a little bit about how Alabama plays as well? It's like if you live by the three, you die by the three, and not everybody's the Golden State Warriors. Sure. It's like you're, you're going to go cold one of these six games, and if you go cold and you lose that game, you're out. I mean, you're done. Right. And, and I think, you know, Alabama is branded that way, right? But, the, but you know, if you watch Alabama basketball games, they'll win games scoring 40 layups, 20 free throws, and eight three-pointers. So, you know, they sure. shoot a lot of threes, but it's just because they're designed. I mean, they, they, they can beat you making layups and dunks, yeah. too. It's just yeah. their style of play. Right, so it's just um, – I think, man, I think it's just the nature of the beast. To what, be honest with you, I think, you know, March Madness. Can I ask, so, so looking at that and, uh, you know, defense, if you got a great defense, you can overcome a lot. So let's just put defense to the side. That's basketball, football, almost any team sport that requires defense. Let's just talk about offense. I know football, you know, sometimes the quarterback can be off or receivers sometimes are dropping the ball. But the one thing that you can count on, is if you have a good offensive line and a strong run game, you you know you're going to be consistent in something each and every week. What's that uh, on basketball? Is it you know because you know a shooter can go cold? Yeah. You know, well, yeah. What, what's it in basketball? Is, so you you know you start out with a couple of things with basketball. First of all, you know the possession game. I mean, you know how devastating it could be in in football if your quarterback throws two picks or three picks, or you fumble it twice, or whatever the case is. So, you know, in basketball, you talk about possession. If you have a team, you look at South Carolina this year in basketball. I mean, they're like, what? South Carolina? I thought they stunk. But what they do is they don't turn the ball over. So you're not going to – they're not going to beat themselves. So, first of all, you get a team that turns the ball over a lot, they're giving possessions away. That's just number one, right? So – now, to your offensive line uh, comparison, you, that would be similar to high-percentage shots. So high-percentage shots in basketball, layups, dunks, free throws, and open three-pointers. Let me stress, open, <laughs> right? Not the ones fade away with the hand in the face, you know what I mean, the hand in the face, contested. So that's when you win, like you're talking about in the tournament, um, what travels. Like on the road, in the tournament, you know, those types of games, if you can get high percentage shots, first of all, if you can get shots, right? I mean, if you turn it over, and so an average basketball game, let's just say your team gets 70 possessions. It might be the average might be 72 right now. If you're turning it over 15 times, you're giving away, you're, you're giving away 15 possessions. So then you... Then you go to high percentage shots, layups, dunks. I mean, those are you should be shooting eighty percent on those three pointers. A good team shoots thirty five percent. So now you start breaking it down, DJ. Like, okay, I'm going to run the ball. Uh, we get a good offensive line. That's a high percentage play if you get a good uh, line. Um, and then the next thing is is rebounding. Like, if you if you can defensive rebound. Defend for 25 seconds, finish the play on a defensive rebound. Um, that is the next thing that is going to be important. So, 
like you said, if your team defense run the ball in football, you can defensive rebounds to eliminate any second chance opportunities, um, and then you can get high percentage shots. Those are the things that you can depend on. Those how you win a road game. You know, outside of like one of your guys that's going crazy and like making, you know, if your team goes and makes ten threes on the road, something wild like that. But traditionally, high percentage shots, defensive rebounds, take care of the basketball is uh, is your recipe for success. Anywhere you go. Talking to PB on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by our friends at River City Flooring, RiverCityFlooringInc.com. It's INC as in incorporated.com. Uh, PB, this week Arkansas has two road games that are gettable, at least I think they are. Missouri's still looking for win number one in conference play, and LSU has been better maybe than some people anticipated, but certainly not a game that is outside the realm of possibilities in Baton Rouge this week. What does Arkansas need to do to keep Missouri with the donut in the win column? Well, I mean, it did desperate is to be, and they've got – you know, Missouri expected to be a little bit better. They don't have, you know, they have similar team as last year, except they don't have uh, their first-round draft pick, Colby Brown. But they're gonna, they want to play fast. They're a team that um, has the, the capability of shooting a bunch of threes. They're gonna spread you out. My worry is with a, a, a pretty, with pretty, I would say poor fundamental defense. You see a lot of times backdoor cuts on us and. Direct drive straight to the hoop. And Missouri, they play five out most of the time. And they just spread you out and they want to attack, drive and kick. Um, and they, they like to create turnovers. So, you know, that's, we're going to, you know, talking about the, the things you have to do on the road. I mean, those are the things we have to do, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I think the Missouri game is going to be tough, and LSU is, is an improved team as well. They've got pretty well balanced. They're a good defensive team, um, and they've got some veteran guys. So it's um, Justin. We got a we got a, we got a lot of issues, man. I mean, it's just point to one. A smidge. I'm, I'm aware. I wish I could. I, listen, I know the feeling. All I got to do is look in the mirror. I understand. Hey, PB, real quick. Uh, one of our just questions. About getting better. It's just about getting better today. That's it. That's all yeah. it is. Step by step, inch by inch, eating an elephant one bite at a time. All the things. PB. Two questions yeah. of the day yeah. today. Number one, I already think I know your answer. In his prime, uh-huh. no it's doubt, it, Brady or Mahomes, because Mahomes <laughs> can get to another Super Bowl with a with another win. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Justin, okay. did you say in their prime? Yes. Listen, listen. Tom Brady could walk through the television. That I'm watching him on right now. Yeah, it's still it's his prime. Okay, let's get that straight. Yeah, okay. Okay, he yeah. could win the Super Bowl. Let me just explain something to you. <laughs> if you if you can make a trade, if you could sign a free agent right now, I'm looking at you, San Francisco 49ers. By the way, that was one of the places Tom Brady could have and should have probably went instead mm-hmm. of Tampa Bay, and he'd still be playing today and winning the Super Bowl on Sunday. Mm-hmm. February the 3rd. I have your answer. Oh, when is it? When's the Super Bowl? 11th. Yeah. Um, okay, the other question yeah, okay. is... He went on the 3rd, too, okay? Even if there wasn't <laughs> Pat, you played in France for a while. Today is National Croissant Day. If you have a choice as your side to your egg dish, and I know you're going to say, I don't eat bread. No, but if you have to, you go in croissant, uh, English muffin, plain old toast, mm-hmm. or bagel. 
Well. Still Tom Brady? First of all. <laughs> Tom I Brady. I don't, I don't. Listen, Tom tells me not. Listen, I call the TV, TV 12 guy. And tells yeah. me not to have any croissant. Tom hasn't eaten bread since 1992. <laughs> yes, but he loves avocado ice cream. Yeah. And I don't blame him. He doesn't eat tomatoes either. Um, I wouldn't have uh, – the only place, first of all, I'm getting a croissant is from Pierre's Cafe in uh, Saint-Étienne. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can deliver me that, okay. Other than that, I'm going English muffin. Thank you. That's my choice, too. I appreciate that. I'm an English muffin guy, too. There's got to be some great, yeah. great bakeries in Beantown, though, that's got a good croissant. Ah, uh, you know, we do the cannolis and, uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, all that stuff. But you know what it is? I like the nooks and crannies. I'm a nook and crannies really type are. of guy, just like the English muffins. I like to get in the nooks and the crannies. Like well, a lot of people like to get dirty. It's down and dirty like that. Yeah. It's, I do. It's like when you open up an English muffin, it's like bread with acne. It does have the little pits in there, <laughs> and the, it holds your butter nice. It holds your jelly nice. Oh. So it's good. But you need the Irish butter. You need the Irish oh, butter. Buddy, that's the only way. The only thing about Irish butter is you got to set it out well in advance because it's so hard. But it's so much yes. better, richer. When I the only time I spring for it is when I go to the beach and I got that fresh fish. When I go to the fish market and then I put that fresh yeah. that Irish butter over the top of it, man, it melts yeah. over it. Baby, forget about it. You like that? Yeah, I got to like. God, I'm hungry now. Like, you're getting hungry. hungry? Yeah, yeah. You need I'm, some food yeah, up here. Yeah. I got some in my uh, yeah. office. Actually. Okay. About to go, spread about, a, go spread a little Irish butter all over your nooks and crannies, buddy. You, you know, know I will. Make sure you have a good day. You do that. Let it melt all over your pal. All right, boys. I love you. See you, Pat. See you, Pat.